back to the Rude Dude Podcast. I am your host and resident Rude Dude, Henry. And as always, with my co-host, buddy old pal, The Cree. How are you, Cam? I'm doing good, dude. Um, back out here in the in the Hobbit shed. Um, some adjustments have been made. Um, got some styrofoam up. I'm and uh, yeah, getting it getting it tightened up, man. So what's our temps like in the Hobbit shed right now, dude? The temps in the Hobbit shed are actually pretty nice, dude. The the first week when we were doing social media, I think it was like fucking ninety, and I was sweating ass when I got out of here, man. Like the the amount of dedication that we put into this on a uh, on my <laughs> side at least um, is is next level. How are you doing, bro? I'm in luxury. I'm actually a little chilly right now down here in the man cave basement pod uh, extraordinaire. Um, yeah, dude. But I'm good, man. I'm I'm uh, hanging in there. Happy to be on the podcast. We're we're uh, sorry that we weren't able to do one last week, but you know we had a lot of shit going on, and that just is what it is. Um, but I'm I'm happy we're back. What are we uh, gonna talk to the people about today, Cameron? Well, today is the one that we've we've jumped around back and forth, back and forth, saying we were going to do it. I mean, shit, dude, I think we said we were going to do this episode um, before my son was even born. Um, so today's <laughs> today's episode is about dun, loss. Dun, dun. There we go, dude, the big impending yeah. loss. Um, it doesn't have to be uh, doom and gloom. I think there are um, a bunch of positives that can come out of this topic, um, at least you know, handling it in a different way, um, or at least kind of a different view, like how I process it versus how Henry deals with it. Um, and, and I think it's going to be good, dude. How are you feeling about it? Um, it? It is what it is, man. I think we need to talk about it. And the other thing, you know, that I mentioned before is we are men of honor, men of our words, and we said we were going to talk about it, so we got to do it. I felt I felt weird being like, yeah, we're going to talk about it and then putting it off. Like, I feel like we're doing a disservice and we're not, like, being truthful to ourselves and our listeners, and so we said we're going to do it, so we fucking do it. That's right, dude. Men of integrity, bro. You goddamn right. Men but of wait, there is something I got to clear up, Okay. And this has been torture because it's been two weeks. So on the social media episode, we found out that I'm an absolute crack whore for my telephone. Okay. But I looked, okay, that was a bad week. That was the worst week because the week before it was like six and a half hours. The week before was like five and a half. And the week before that was like four and a half average. So we caught it on a really bad week. Now, that being said, Five and a half is good, not good. Four and a half is not good, really, either. But they're better than the one that I was on. And when I went and, like, I was like, Jesus, am I on my phone that much? And I looked back, I was like, oh, God, of course we did it during the worst week ever. Right, dude, right. And and actually, um, picks or it didn't happen, bro. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did send you screenshots, didn't I? I, I don't got shit, man. And I know the people don't believe you. No, I'm just fucking with you, but... Yeah, dude, it's it's you know it's kind of subjective, right? Like there are there are weeks where where I'm on it a little bit more, um, and then there are those good weeks where you know you're just vibing and you're and you're busy with everyday life or whatever the hell's going on, and and you're not on it as much. So I believe you, dude. I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, well, and I do have to say, I mentioned that like when I'm anxious and stuff, I'm on my phone uh-huh. more. And as you know, and the listeners will know at some point, I've been going through some some major life changes. There's been a lot going on in my world. 
So I have been on my phone a little more because it's like a comfort thing and quiet my brain and zone out and which is not good, but it, it is, uh, I definitely know why it's happening more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, we, we thought of a new way to start the show and this is something that I did in actually two different rehabs In one rehab, we called it wins. And in another rehab, Jacob's ladder, we did, uh, the drum circle, the, how we do drum circle. And, uh, we talked about something that we were proud of. Um, both, both, both of them, basically the same idea. And I think the idea is like, celebrate your wins, right? Because we beat up on ourselves. We're hard on ourselves, uh, all the time. We think focus on the negative, so on and so forth, similar to a gratitude list and give yourself some fucking credit. So I asked you, sir Cameron, what are you proud of this week? Well, man, this is going to be kind of weird. It's not like super generic. Um, you know, like some, some massive victory, but for me, I, I kind of ruminated on it. Um, I'm proud of myself for keeping a level head, um, this week. Um, it's been kind of chaotic here, you know, with the, with the newborn and the toddler and just like life. Um, two nights, two nights ago, man, I, I could have really lost my cool if you get what I'm saying. Right. Um, you know, I had the, uh, I had the baby crying in the back. Ash has got the baby. And then I got... I got Addison um, just not cooperating um, with anything, and and it and it and it kind of like lightweight triggered me not to drink, but it 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 triggered me in like an anxiety way, like you know, like that fight or flight. Like um, I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Like like I'm gonna start punching things, right? Um, and there's the, the, that's a story for another time because that's actually like the biological response, and that's how kids get abused, and it's actually kind of sad. Um, <laughs> but I but I um. I, I I was able to be mindful of what was going on with me emotionally, and, and you did not abuse your children. And I did not abuse my children. And I and I was able to step outside, collect myself, and then I ended up having a nice dinner out on my patio with my with my family. And uh, so that that's what I'm proud of this week, dude. Um, what are what are you proud of, bro? Dude, it's kind of funny because uh, we kind of went the same direction. Um, I'm not going to say like I built a fence this week or something like that. I'm honestly proud of myself because I was thinking about this as well for being clean still. Yep. Um, Because, you know, I've been going through some shit. I have like four or five major life changes and issues going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, And I and I will we will share them with the people when the time is right. But um, I. <laughs> It's been a lot. It's been a lot and it's heavy. And, and to be honest, like I'm simply proud of myself for staying clean and pushing through and figuring it the fuck out, putting on my big boy pants, going to work, doing what I got to do and just sticking with it and figuring it out, you know? Um, and sometimes it's as simple as that. Like the fact you and I are, are, are alcoholics, right? So the Mm -hmm. fact that we can face adversity and stay clean is a fucking win every single day. It um, really is, dude. It really is. So I'm just gonna say it as simple as that. Well, dude, I, I, I actually because I'm, I'm privy to, to kind of everything that, that you're talking about. Um, I gotta say I'm proud of you, man. Um, because thank you. That type of shit. It's like an avalanche, right? <laughs> um, if you weren't strong in, in your recovery, um there's about five excuses you have right there that could easily have taken you out. 
um, and and you didn't, and and you're here, and we're doing our podcast, and I'm proud of you, bro. I really am, and I mean that from like the bottom of my fucking heart, um, because you know people have definitely gotten taken out for a lot less. Um, so you're 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 dealing with life on life's terms, my man. You're gonna hear me say that a lot because of, you know my sponsor drilled it in my head. But you're dealing with it, and you're taking it on the chin like a fucking man, and I'm super proud of you. So um, that's enough of my stroke job um, on you, but I, but, but I see you, dude, and I'm glad that you brought that up because I see you. Um, I'm here. I'm praying for you. I'm always here to support you, um, and um, yeah, it's no easy task what you got to deal with right now, but, but if anybody can do it, you can, bro. Thank you, brother, and, I'm, and I want to shoot that back at you because me and every other parent or most people know what it's like to have a toddler whose mouth never stops having noises and questions come out of it and also a screaming baby. So that is a lot, bro, and we're not going to sit here and act like it's not, and I know the way you work mentally as well where you get anxious and all that kind of stuff, so... That is yeah. a, a perfect storm for you to fucking your head to explode. So I'm proud of you for keeping your cool and being a good dad and figuring it out. Thanks, dude. Thanks, man. That's taken some years of practice, bro. Um, usually I'd be, you know, having panic attacks and running away. That's my go-to, right? I'm not the fighter. I'm not the fighter. I'm the, I'm the flighter. Um, I'm going to get the fuck out of there, um, and, and that's my deal. So, yeah, man. Um, look at us with our wins. I'm already, I'm already fucking fired up. And then we're going to, we're going to drop a big <laughs> heavy cloud right on it. Um, you said that you had something to kick this off cause I was racking my brain on how to start this. Um, what do you got for us, bro? How do you, how do you, how do you want to start this episode of loss? Um, just like this, man, Dustin, Jesse, Aries, Blair, Courtney, Morgan, Todd, Cassidy, Brittany, Alex, Rich. Nice. And who are those um, people to you? So I've left out their last names to leave their anonymity. Um, and, you know, those are people <laughs> in the last five years all, this is just the last five years that I've been in Morgantown. That's 11 people, and it's probably more. And, and I've probably forgotten some, which is crazy to think that we've uh, – I could forget people that have died, but that's how many people in our community have died. Now, I'm not super close with all of them, but I will tell you two names on that list were my fucking sponsees, and another one was my really good friend um, – and I just want to say, man, that, well, first of all, they are not forgotten and they are loved. And that's why else I want to say their name, um, yep. because I want to keep, keep their memory alive. Yep. And the other thing that I want to start with, and it's really fucking simple and it's really fucking important for people in recovery. And it's also important for, for, uh, other, everyone. This is one thing that's been drilled in my head. I think it's a RB special. No amount <laughs> no amount of drugs or alcohol will bring them back. Nope. No amount of drugs or alcohol will bring your lost loved one back. So using is not an option. It's not a solution. It's not going to help anything. Your problems are still going to be there. 
and your dearly beloved that you have lost is still going to be gone, unfortunately. So that's the first thing to keep in mind for me, especially for someone in recovery. Yeah, man. Um, I actually really like that you brought that up. I put I put it as one of my bullet points. Um, dealing with that type of shit is, is an easy, easy cop-out and an excuse to use. And this is, and where I'm glad we're starting this on the recovery heavy side. Um, the thing that I can say to the recovery community as it comes to using, I have, I've lost, um, some people as well. I've lost, um, my grandpa Davis, uh, my grandma Fuchs, um, Addie, Jesse, um, my dog Jack, various aunts and uncles, all while maintaining my sobriety. Um, and the thing that I like to hammer home with this, and whenever I talk to somebody in recovery and they're dealing with loss, is, is you're not using because you're sad or because you're trying to honor them in some way. What you're doing is you're running from the feelings and the emotions that you're afraid of. Mm, they're not and, ready for that, Cameron. Yeah, um, um, there's a big thing for the for the, for for the for the normies, right? For the normies. Um, it was never about um, the drugs or the alcohol for people like Henry and I. Um, we are, as we like to say, quote unquote, maladjusted to life. Um, and this is this topic is it's never more prevalent than it is. We can't handle the fact that somebody that we love has died. So I have to run away via substances so that my mind can shut off and I can run away from this problem and pretend that it didn't happen. And, and in turn, this is how people in our situation end up meeting those dead people a lot sooner than they probably should have. Um, this, is a ve- this is a very, very, very serious thing. Um, and it just, I'm very fucking passionate about it. Um, it's, it's a, it's a um, I've said it on the last episode or my Cam Solo one. It's an intolerance to reality. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time. It's an intolerance to reality. It's people who are, un, who are unwilling to feel that pain. And, and it can, you know, it can cause people to, to absolutely just lose their shit. I've seen it multiple times. I used, that's how I used to deal with it, bro. Do you get what I'm saying with that? Absolutely. And, and you know, the thing with that is that you're... Pro, in my opinion, you're prolonging your pain because, mm-hmm. and I, I did this, I'll just use my breakup as an example because that's absolutely a loss. Um, yeah. Yeah. When I lost my last relationship and I relapsed because of it, I didn't, I, I was in a relapse for maybe almost two months or something. I didn't get to get past that until like three months after I actually got clean again. So all that drowning it away with alcohol was not like fixing my pain or making it go away. It was a temporary bandaid. And then when I got clean, when I, when I went to fricking do a little tune up at the ladder, Oh, it fucking hurt, buddy. (laughs) The pain was still there (laughs) and it was two times as bad because now I had relapsed and I just hurt like a son of a bitch. Um, yep. So, you, I mean, we can't 
stuff these things and tuck them away and try to forget about them that doesn't go away that way it goes away for me by actively facing it feeling it and you can't fucking I can't move on until I've felt it and truly like felt the pain Amen. and I thought you were going to go a little bit different direction when you said you're not using because you lost them. You're using because, what'd you say, an intolerance to reality. reality. Yep. So I'm going to say this, dude, because this is what I would do, because this is me. Mm-hmm. You're using because you have a great excuse to use. Yep. We love a good excuse to use. And in our addict brain, it crosses our mind that, oh, well, who's even going to be mad at me because I lost my so-and-so, and and they can't be mad at that. Like, we will take anything and use it as an excuse to use. It's sunny outside. It's rainy outside. It's, I feel sad. I feel happy. You know what I mean? Uh So, in the grand scheme of things, um, I hate to be a dick, but, like, man, it's just another excuse. Like, And like I said, that's because... Those drugs and alcohol are not going to bring those people back, and it's not going to help you heal either. So, like, until we face it, until I face it and deal with it and feel it, it's not going to go away, and it and it never really goes away. Let's be honest. Like, I um when I read that list, I I got a little choked up. Um, when I just moved, and I have a picture of um uh, me and my friend Blair. Uh, we were moving and I like set a bunch of stuff down and it was on the ground. And I said, Blair, let me get you off the ground. And I picked him up and I put him on top of my dresser because I don't want to have Blair on the ground. Um, yep. It doesn't go away, man. It gets easier, but it, it never completely goes away. But that's okay. Like you like I want to keep I want those friends to know that I still think about them. I still care about them. I didn't forget about them. And their fucking memory is alive and it lives through me. Um, and like that, that's, that's the important part. And another thing is like, I want to make sure that that person did not die in vain. Mm -hmm. So if it's, if it's, um, if it's an addict that, that passes, when I go to a meeting, I'm going to let everybody fucking know, Hey, I just lost my friend. This shit is not a fucking game. This is life or death what we're doing here. Like, please, don't let this be you. And 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 use it because that's the only fucking benefit we get from it. The only benefit is that maybe it can scare some other people into not relapsing and dying. That's true. And, and like, so... I, I I try to like, don't fucking let this be in vain. Remember this person, like we lost this person and it could fucking be you too. Yeah. And I think, I think, uh, there's a, uh, there's a good point to that. Oh, there we go with my podcast alarm again. I'm awesome. Um, I think there's a good point in there, um, where if you're in recovery and, um, you know, say somebody dies from an overdose, right? Do you honestly think that the person who just died would want you to go out and relapse because they died? I, I, I mean, a, an honest, an honest question, right? 
Um, and, and the answer to that, I would be willing to bet, is 100 times over, no. 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 They would not want you to go because the pain that brought them to that relapse in the first place is, is a pain that all addicts and alcoholics know about, and, and, and nobody wishes that upon anybody. I don't give a shit who's, who's mad, who, who I'm mad at. Um, if you're in our community, I would never wish a relapse upon anybody. I would never wish anything. You know what I mean? Like, like that's, and I, and I'm real fucking staunch about that, man. Like, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No one needs to be in that amount of pain. So in turn, it's glorified, um, to, to, to drink and get wasted or, or use when somebody dies. Right. What do you see in the movies? Um, yes, that's uh, what I was it, just thinking. Yeah, it's what, been what, baked into us since we were fucking children. Yes, that's how you tolerate this pain. We don't we don't deal with it in a healthy way. We stuff it down and we try to block it out with substances. Okay, and you're not you're not honoring shit. You're not honoring a goddamn thing. Um, I, I I I sound like I'm beating a dead horse, but the way that we get over these types of things, um, or at least I have is being okay with every emotion that comes underneath the sun during this process. And I love what you said about um, it never goes away. No, it, it, it doesn't. I drive, um, I drive past um, a street out here where one of our mutual friends, Addie, used to live, right? Um, and every single time I drive past that street, dude, I, I think about her and, and I get sad, right? But the difference is today with who I am five years sober is, is I, it's okay to be sad, right, dude? Like, like that's okay. That's okay. And that's, that's the main problem here when it comes to we're talking about relapsing and stuff is it's okay to feel those, those feelings. Feel those fucking feelings. And this goes for normies too because you see it all the time at funerals and things like that. Everybody out drinking, and they're sitting there sobbing and crying, thinking that they're they're honoring this person in some way. No, no, you're just trying to run away from the fucking uncomfortable feelings that you have deep down inside, and and it kind of pisses me off. You know what I mean, dude? Um, and, and maybe that's just like you know I can be seen as like an asshole for saying that, but fucking feel it, feel it for the you're men. gonna feel you're it gonna honor. You're gonna honor your uncle Jerry by getting wasted at his funeral and fist fighting your cousin. Yeah, nice. yeah, good plan. Or, <laughs> good plan. Or, or driving in yourself and getting hammered and driving into a fucking tree. Like, 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 what are we? What are we doing here? Um, feel the goddamn pain. Feel it for them. Feel it for them, man. They wouldn't want you running around, you know, being this sloppy fucking shit show and 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 being miserable. Um, and I, I just, I just don't believe that. I just don't believe that everybody I know that has passed away over the last five years would want me to carry on with my head held high and live the fullest life I could. And I, and, yeah. and, and that's, yeah, go ahead, dude. You reminded me too, when you were talking about these emotions and feeling your emotions, one thing I heard that I really like is there are not good and bad emotions. They are just emotions. You can feel sad. That's not a bad thing. Like, we're allowed to, to feel whatever we're feeling. And it's good to feel what you're feeling. Like, when um, when my friend Blair passed, I, I couldn't cry at first because I think 
I couldn't wrap my head around it, um, and it didn't seem real to me. But when I finally did have a good cry over it, it it was like very relieving, you know. Like I I, fi- I felt like I needed to let it out, and I'm talking about movie grandma wailing crying like yeah dude the was, real, a good cry yeah um and the same thing you know for my other buddy that i was really close with dustin um and the other thing that i like to do um is i try to take a piece of what i remember about that person a, a good trait a good quality that I remember about that person and carry it on to mm-hmm. to honor their name. So I'll give you an example. Blair was great at um, he he always liked to do stuff. He always got a hold of people, and he always he was like the selfie king. He was always taking selfies with people, and it was kind of like silly, you know. It seemed kind of silly, you know, when he was here, but mm-hmm. like. After he passed, we were so fucking grateful to have all those photos, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm always, like, trying to take pictures with my friends because the reality of it that fucking sucks is all these motherfuckers might not be here next year, dude. Yep. And I want some pictures with my friends. Um, and then Dustin, uh, he was always wanted to do stuff. He always made plans. He always... And if he made plans, he fucking did it. Like, hey, let's go on a bike ride. Let's fucking go to the lake. Let's barbecue. Like, whatever. He was always trying to make plans. And, like, one of my biggest regrets, man, we were supposed to ride motorcycles to fucking Niagara Falls. And we got rained out the weekend we were going to do it. And we never got to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just reminds me, like, when when you when you don't feel like doing something with with your friends or your loved ones like fuck that could be your last fucking time you ever get to do it you know um it yep. you know so some of these things with the people you really love that I really love I I really try to make time for people and make plans because um you know when if the, if they're gone you're like god I wish I would have fucking went on that ride to Niagara Falls you know um so so how are you honoring them as the person you they were and the person that um they would have wanted you to be and and the characteristic that you loved and appreciated in them how can you carry that on and and give it to other people that that's something that i kind of aim for you know what man i i i love that and i i appreciate your vulnerability on that man and and uh you know i can i can hear the pain still in your voice right and that's a that's a prime example for all our listeners that, hey, there's no shame in that. It's okay. It's okay to miss these people. Um, and this is where I can kind of tie back to uh, our forgiveness episode. It's you talking like that with that sort of with that sort of pain in your voice and those tears and, and, and choking up is the reason why I forgive pretty much everybody for everything. Um, because, because life, these people that we care about, can be taken from us in any instant, at any second. Um, prime example would be like Jesse Hill, bro, right? Like we went to high school with him. Um, dude is literally on his lunch break, right? He's on his lunch break. And this is one of the, uh, a short story about Jesse Hill. He survived childhood cancer. He was just this 
super funny little caring dude, man. I always used to hound him when I was stoned at school to buy me fucking those cookies at lunch. And he'd always buy them for me, dude. And, and, and then I'd get hella roasted and be like, Jesse, go give me some of those fucking cookies, dude. And, he, and he'd go give me those cookies, man. And, and, and he'd always just, he'd always do it. And, and it was, but I mean, I wasn't like using him or anything, but I mean, it was fucking funny. And, uh, but he's on his lunch break, right? And, and he's walking across the street to go back to his job. And somebody runs a fucking red light and kills him. That, that man didn't deserve to die like that, right? And, and I mean, he didn't, I mean, that dude had the, the kindest soul of all. And, 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 and you, that, that's just an example of how fast these things can happen. Right. And I remember sitting at his funeral and I was watching the slideshow and they're playing some, uh, flogging Molly. It's like, you know, Irish punk, Irish punk. And, and dude, I lost it, bro. I lost it. You know, people like that don't deserve to be taken from us, um, like that. Um, or at least that's how I felt at the time. Um, but but what I do now, and kind of like a tie to what you just said by honoring these people, is is I I, I try to be friendly sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Um. I I try to remember <laughs> those moments with Jesse Hill when it's like, convenient. Oh. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, dude. But he's actually he's actually buried uh in the Fair Oaks Cemetery right by my parents' house, and I went and saw him on Easter. Um. And it, and it nice. and it re it rekindled you know some feelings, right? Like. Like, hey, be kind like Jesse was. You know what I mean? Be kind. He used to always tell me, you know, chewing's going to kill you. I had cancer, Cameron. What are you doing? Or when we'd be smoking cigarettes. And, and it's just it's small things like that. I, 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 I don't mean to ramble on about Jesse, but, but it's my way of honoring him, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I do that stuff, too, with, like, things that I've learned from, you know, my grandfathers who passed away while I was sober. Um, you know, my Grandpa Davis, World War II vet. Um, he was just so cool, calm, and collected for somebody who had seen so much shit. I mean, his dad was in World War One and used to beat the ever-loving shit out of him. And I never saw that man raise his voice at anything a day in his life. And so whenever sometimes I'm walking around here and I'm a little squirrely, you know how I honor my Grandpa Davis? I try to stay cool, calm, and collected. Cool, calm, and collected, right? And, and, and those are the things that we can take from our lost, one, our lost loved ones, Right? What are those good memories, right? It's kind of like that Coco reference, the movie Coco. I wanted to bring that up. It's a Hispanic thing, like the Day of the Dead. You know, a lot of white people love to get tattoos of those 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 skulls. <laughs> um, it, it, it's pretty fucking radical. <laughs> um, 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 but it but it serves a purpose, right? Uh, they have a thing called like an ofrenda, or however I may be pronouncing it wrong. So crucify me. Um, yeah. but they, but they hang their pictures of their, of their loved ones who had died and it's their way of remembering them and it keeps their soul alive, right? By remembering them, just like you picking up a picture of your friend Blair, right? Here, you're coming with me, right? I'm not going to forget you. I'm not going to forget you. And, and to me, that's, that's fucking huge, man. It's just, I, I want to do exactly what you just said. I want to, I want to remember them for who they were. And remember all the good times I had, not how sad I am because they're gone now. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, and man, I, now I like we're in this mode, dude. Aries was the ultimate hype man, and he was so <laughs> genuine about it. He like he'd be like, "Damn, bro, you killing him like that? Look at the fit, though, dog. You really <laughs> killing him like that?" 
and he was like dead ass serious and it made you smile like i'm smiling right now so, yeah. so big just know thinking about I'm it smiling, bro. Yeah. dude he would just hype people up and make them feel good and it reminds you like oh yeah it feels good to feel good and have someone notice you and appreciate you and hype you up like yep. uh you know and like carry these things and and, and honor them and i want to like take a moment and say we're not going to stand on our soapbox and tell people who aren't addicts that they can't have a drink when their loved ones pass. Of course you can. Sure. But like, you know, like Cameron said, you know, being wasted all the time and a sloppy mess is, is not honoring that person. Like have your drink, get good and drunk, you know, and, and whatever you got to do. But then remember, like, they're still going to be gone when, when you sober up and, and, and feel that allow yourself to feel that and do what you can to honor that person. And I know it's like the corniest thing of like, they would have wanted me to, but it's fucking true. You know, your loved one doesn't want you to be a sloppy mess and cry over them for the rest of, of, uh, of your life. You know, like it's like my, uh, my dad told me one time, and I think I mentioned this, but I'm going to mention it again. He said, Henry, how long are you going to blame me for your problems? Um, and that was, f dude, that was fucking one of the best things anyone's ever said to me. Because dude. after I took a minute, I was like, he's fucking right. At some fucking point, we have to take responsibility for ourselves and our own shit. Like... Yep. You, you grew up in a fucked up situation. You had a fucked up family. You had a fucked up parents. You had fu blah, 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 whatever. What the fuck are you going to do about it? Are you going to feel sorry for yourself and use it as an excuse for the rest of your life? Or are you going to step the fuck up and grab life by the horns and fucking bend it over and give it the what for? You know what I mean? Like, my dad was tough on me when I was younger and I had whatever happened happen. But fucking, this is now. That is then. I'm a fucking adult that's responsible for myself. Like, go to therapy, figure yourself out, do a 12-step, whatever you got to do, like, figure it the fuck out and, and, and sack up and be an adult and, and stop blaming your fucking problems on other people. Yeah, dude. And, and, and dude, this is, this is where I, I will circle back um, to, you know, the normies and stuff like that and drinking. Um, I, I think it. I think it's part. I think it's a part of a bigger problem. Um, it's it's people not being in tune with their emotions. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, the only reason I have a successful marriage, or I have a a successful stint of sobriety right now, um, aside from working a program and and all that jazz, is because I'm okay with however I wait. I feel when I wake up, right? I may I may wake up and be man I'm I'm a little fucking off today, um, and you know what I allow myself to be a little off that day. I I communicate it to my wife. I I let her know be like hey I don't know what's bugging me but but I'm feeling a little fucking a little irritated or I'm a little sad or I'm a little angry today for some reason, um, and I and I take the time to process that, and and the way I circle that back is 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 I just I see it now because I've 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 done the op I've done that where people have died my grandpa Fuchs died he was the second person I ever had die right um and what did I do to honor that man he he loved Miller High Life I drank like 20 I, I think I drank like 38 Miller High Lives right <laughs> and, 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 and in a night right and that's not an exaggeration um, and, and what did that, what did that, what did that do? 
I didn't honor that man. I wasn't remembering him teaching me how to box and stuff like that. He was a gold glove boxer. He had 15 kids. He grew up in the depression. You know, he, I mean, it was a, was a loving, loving man, but how am I going to honor this guy? I'm going to smoke a fucking pack of cigarettes and I'm going to, and I'm going to, and I'm going to drink a shit ton of alcohol, which is the crux of what killed him. I mean, I mean the the irony, right? The irony, and it, and it, yep. and it and it's just and now seeing it on the other side, sober, and feeling the pain and crying those tears and and being upset and just going fuck, man, I didn't want this to happen or fuck, I'm fucking sad and just crying by yourself in the corner of a room, dude, is is the only way to move forward, and if you can't do that, you're gonna stay weak. And and I, that's a that's a hard word, but that's the way I see it now. <laughs> and 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 some people kind of double take it when I say it. I I see it as weakness. I see it as weakness. You're afraid of your, the thoughts in your own mind. You're afraid to feel a feeling, to feel an emotion, to feel anything. And and you're just running away. And like you said, it's time to be an adult, and it's time to be a man and a woman, and be fucking strong. Be strong, not only for them, but for yourself. God damn it. Do you get what I'm saying, dude? And I, I'm real passionate about that. Um, I just, I, 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 I can't tolerate it. Stand there and take it on the chin, man. Do it. Do it. Feel it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like, if you have kids, your fucking kids still got to get to school and your kids still got to have their parent. Like, you're not honoring your, your lost one by you know, being a bummer and not being the the best parent you can for your kids or, or anything mm-hmm. else, you know, mm-hmm. um, life goes on, man. And, 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 and like I said, just find a way to honor them, whatever that means to you, whatever, however you can possibly think, find a way to honor them. And it's certainly not fucking sulking and using it as an excuse to just be a bummer, uh, forever, you know, um, this stuff happens like life happens uh what's been going on with me like shit happens man and and <laughs> I, I i can't do anything about it except you know control the way that i respond and, and react that's all i have control over that's all i get to choose and yep. um it's life and, on uh, life's terms bro that's right and and i don't choose to just be a bummer 24 seven. Like, uh, you know, I choose to press on and figure out a way to, to, uh, tackle it and, and, you know, just keep on keeping on. Yeah, man. And I think it's super easy to, to get into the metaphorical, uh, you know, um, small violin party, right? Like it's easy to be like, I'm sad and all these small violins and Poor me, poor this, poor that. And then, yeah, sometimes you, there are unfortunate things. Like right now, like right now in your circumstance, right? Like, you know, the, the good news is, is that in, when the waves are going up and down, you're on top of those waves in your little boat, and you're not trying to go against them. You're just bobbing up and down, right? Because um, that's all you can do. Um, you're not going to win that fight trying to fight those big waves right now. Um, and this leads me into... Um, Something that we've always talked about, and I think people have maybe noticed it if you've listened to this show. Um, at the end of every show, Henry and I tell each other that we love each other. Um, I can't express this enough. Um, tell the people that you mm. love that you love them mm. every, t- every time you come in contact with them, mm. whether, whether it's on a phone call, a text, um, 
when you're seeing them in person. Um, tell them, tell them that you love them. There's, there's early, there's, often, uh, as many times, and again. as many times as you want, man. I tell every single person that I care about and love deep down inside that I love them at the end of every conversation, every single time. Um, and it's just because I don't ever want them to think that I that I, you know, or something happened to me. They would be like, "Well, I know Cameron. I know Cameron loved me, right?" And I know that doesn't make that doesn't make a lot of sense, or or something happened to them. Well, at least they know. Imagine that's I, the last time you talk to them. Yeah, yeah, and know? then and, and then the last time I talked to them, right? At least I know that they knew how much I cared about them, right? Because I told them with conviction, and I mean it, right? Um, so I, 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 I stand on that hill. I think everybody should be telling everybody, men to men, women to women, women to whoever else. Um, you know, I, I think we need to really highlight that because the world could use a lot more of that right now, in my opinion. Um, and, and then you don't want to be heading back when somebody dies tragically and going, fuck, I wish I would have told them how much I really loved them. Well, if you do what I just suggested, they would have already known, right? They would have already known because you told them about 7,000 times. And it seems like you you like that idea, Henry. You got something to say about that? Well, I mean, you and I, like you mentioned how we say we love each other on the show every time closing. That's mm-hmm. fucking on purpose. Like we, yep. That's not yep. an accident. It wasn't a random thing. We had a conversation that said we should tell each other that we love each other to finish because people need to know that fucking dudes have feelings and dudes need to tell each other that they love each other just as much as you tell your fucking mom because uh we only get so many good friends in this world and we only get so much fucking time in this world and if you don't have a few people that you love to fucking death and you tell them don't tell them so like what what are yeah man yeah dude and that's that's it man that's it it's just it's just caring for the people that we care for and and even the smallest little thing like like dude it it sounds kind of weird but like like whenever i say that to 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 people like i say it to you and then you say it back to me it it, it always feels good right like it always just feels good like you're like yeah man or i'll I'll tell other friends the same thing right like all right i love you dude and then you know the back like, i love you too brother and it's like it's like yeah you know what i mean like like we should all be doing that. We should all be doing that, man. Um, and and that's kind of a hill that I will I will die on. So if you ever if you ever talk to me and I don't say I love you, I'm sorry. It just means I don't love you. Um, <laughs> 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 Quit drinking when you fucking people die and don't be a bitch. And I don't love you. There you go. Thanks thanks for coming to the fucking rude dude pod. Jesus. And I got a little I got a little tidbit for especially people new in recovery that have a trouble with the love thing um or anyone anyone really because I think I think there are different types of love of course and I think that people there's like a Stigma, not a stigma, but where it's like, oh, well, I don't say that because it's really, you know, means. But here's the way that I think about it. So here's what I say. Like, I love everyone in the rooms. And when we say the rooms, we mean people in NA or AA meetings. I love everyone. I may not like them, but I love them. And I'll explain what I mean by that. What I mean by that I might not want to be your friend. I might not want to hang out with you, 
but I love you because you've been what I've been through. You've been in the hell that I've been in, and you're trying to get clean and do better. And for that, I fucking love you. That doesn't mean I want to hang out with you or be your best friend, but I have love for you because I, I know the hell that you've been through, and I'm proud of you for fucking trying to get yourself through it. Um, yeah. And yeah. and that's why it's important to say it to people in the rooms because of a lot of us haven't experienced a lot of love. You know, we, we, we had rough, rough childhoods and, 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 you know, rough circumstances. And it's important to tell people that we love them because, you know, that person you told that you love them, they might've thought that no one cared about them. And if you say that to them, you're giving like, Oh my gosh, like, wow, someone cares about me. Someone loves me. Um, because what, you never know what people are going through and who is just dangling by a thread and that you could just throw them a a rope by, and you don't have to necessarily say you love them if that's too much for you, but show somebody you care, tell them you're happy to see them, tell them you're happy that they came, tell them, you know, it it was, it was good having them there, whatever, like throw people a bone because you don't know what they're going through and, and how much that little thing that you can say could help a random person who's having a tough time that day. Yeah, man. I think I think that that goes even outside of the rooms, right? Um, if we if we all just had you know a little bit of extra random acts of kindness, um, you know, you can almost see it like when you when you're just overly nice. Like this morning, I took um, Addison to a dentist appointment, and the um, receptionist is you know looked like she's kind of having a rough morning, but I'm 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 in a good mood and I'm cheery, and I tell her you know hey. I hope you have a great day. And she's, you know, she had this big smile and it was a genuine smile, right? <laughs> um, I could tell, you know, it's not some fake smile. And she goes, you too. And you can just, you could feel the sincerity in her voice, right? Those small things go a long way. And this is coming from somebody who, who was suicidal, right? Um, that small thing like that could, could save someone's life, man. Um, and it could, it could stop someone like Henry just said from another name on the list of people that we've lost. Like you said, in the rooms, you could go in in, and even just saying, Hey, good to see you, brother. I'm glad you're here. Or, Hey, I hope you have a great day, man. Give me a call anytime or blah, 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 blah. Just a random act of kindness that could stop that person from going out and picking up a bottle or picking up a needle. Um, dude, because people are so unkind. One thing that came to mind as we're talking about this is how, like particularly fast food, but any like retail, you walk up to a counter and someone goes, how are you? And and I go, good. How are you? And they go, oh, I'm great. Thank you for asking. And they say, thank you for asking. And a lot of times you can tell the way they said is that like everybody goes, yeah, give me a Coke and a number two. And you know what I mean? It doesn't care to acknowledge that they're a fucking human being and and ask them in return how they're doing because they asked you like, Take a fucking moment and be kind, motherfuckers. Dude, food service is the worst. I mean, we saw that at the old spaghetti factory. Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) I literally, that was, hey, I'm Henry. I'll be taking care of you today. Uh, I'm Henry. I'll I'll be taking care of you today. I'll have a Coke. (laughs) Okay. I'll just go fuck myself. Good God. Give me my food, slave. Oh, dude. I was just... I was just, dude. I was just thinking. I gotta, I gotta tell this story. I was just thinking. Do you remember this fucking story, dude? Uh, me and Henry were hosts at the Old Spaghetti Factory. <laughs> first job. Dude, it was dude, mine. Is that yours? Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so we got little ties on and shit. 
and uh, we didn't have many responsibilities, but but we decided, dude, that we were gonna get stoned before this job one day, right? So we're so we're fucking we're working together. We're hella stoked on it, and we I think we smoked a blunt or something in the focus, right? And uh, and and so we one of our responsibilities or our tasks were to um, run credit cards for um, for to go orders. Well, dude, dude. As I'm meandering around the restaurant doing absolutely nothing, I fucking, dude, I swear to God, the manager literally runs up to me. She's been talking to every employee in the goddamn place and goes, do you have a credit card? And bro, I had the fucking credit card in my breast pocket and I'm just roaming around fucking clean. Fucking, I'm not doing anything. These people were in the lobby for like 40 minutes, bro. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> dude, I can see it clear as day, dude. The, the manager's name was Ellen, so shout out Ellen, dude. But man, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, dude. I'm, 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 yeah, she smoked like a pack a day, dude. Oh fuck. Oh my um, god. Smoking weed, like getting high and doing a service job, was so bad for me. I I know people can do it, but I I was a server, and I'd be like. All right, one Coke, um, a napkin, and a side of ketchup. Gotcha. Be right back. And I'd walk into the kitchen and just fucking mind blank. I lost it all. Oh, like, dude. God damn it. What the fuck did they need? Oh, my God, man. That's so fucking funny. I'm glad you remember that, right? Oh, my God. Well, dude. I didn't remember until you said it. Like, I was just laughing in anticipation. And let's uh, be honest. I, I, do, I do actually remember that. But most yeah. stories that you tell, even if they include me, are like I'm hearing it for the first time like a listener because <laughs> I don't fucking remember anything. <laughs> we didn't That's... remember anything. Remember? Remember? <laughs> I can't pull over any farther. Oh, oh, dude, that's well, funny, man. I think, I think, that, I think, I think we pretty much hit that one right. And and I wanna, I wanna preface. Can I close with this, or or at least there's one thing I gotta say. Um, I don't want to come across as harsh, right? Um, and and I, I'm not this cold, you know, hearted person. Be like, oh, hey, my somebody lost a parent or a child. Like, like, dude, I I can only imagine um, the amount of pain that that brings to somebody. I haven't experienced it, and it comes back to right. what you said um, when when you I, I think how you said it, right? Like, you don't know what someone's been through. Um, I, I heard something on a podcast the other day that I really want to try to implement in my life is when somebody is telling you about something that's going on with them, if I haven't experienced it, I'm not going to say, um, what, what the hell did he say? Oh, yeah, I, 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 I know what you're going through. Well, the answer to that is no, I don't know what you're going through. Now, I can, I can come back with a retort and say, hey, I haven't experienced that. But but I have experienced something kind of similar, and then let them talk about it, right? Because we can kind of sound like experts. Does that make sense, Hen? Um, I I I really I really like it um, because um, everybody processes it in their own way, and I just think that being I guess what I'm trying to say is is being blasted and 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 dying with your dead um, just isn't a way to honor them, and so. Take it for what it is. It's life on life's terms. And it's days like today or, you know, somebody passing that those days just hurt a little bit more than the other ones. And some days ahead of those days might hurt a little bit more as well. And that's okay. 
that's okay. And that's kind of what I wanted to say in some roundabout shitty way, but um, it's okay. It's okay. And, and at, at some point, somebody's going to be crying for you one day. And that's all we can hope for, right? Um, so that that's all I wanted to say, man. What did you want to say before we close this out? Um, yeah, you know, I feel like we're being hard on, a little hard on people who are allowed to drink and are not addicts. So what I would say is, get wasted sure have that have that time and for anyone have your pity party feel sad for yourself it's fucking sad it sucks it hurts be sad for a little while that's fine it fucking sucks but at some point we have to dust ourselves off pick ourselves up and and move on and do so in a way that would honor those people Mm -hmm. and I, I've been thinking of this. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that to this day I still garden and barbecue um, because that's what my grandpa Hal liked to do. Yeah. Um, so how do we honor these people that we lost and make sure that their death was not in vain? Um, it's crazy. No matter because the circumstance, right? No matter the right. circumstance. Yeah. It's they, it, crazy because Blair's in my studio. He's... He's watching me right now as we do this podcast. Uh, it just gave me chills. And I have a, I have a tattoo on my leg of uh, Mac Miller, and it's got Blair's um, initials in it. And Blair loved Mac Miller. Mac Miller, of course, is also someone that we lost way too young to OD. And this tattoo is for all of my people all of my people that I've lost and everyone that we lose um, mm-hmm. too young. Um, and I'm not saying basis. everyone everyone uh, has to go get a tattoo, but that's part of how I honor my friends. Like, I got it right here because because they they live on through me, you know. Yep. And, and sometimes it's as simple as, like, if I hear a song that reminds me of them, I go, I love you, Blair. I love you. I love you, Jesse. I love you, Dustin. Like if I hear something that reminds, I'll say it out loud or say it in my head. Like, because yep. if if there's a heaven and there's angels and they're listening, watching down, which there could be, then I want them to fucking hear me. I'm gonna say their fucking name and I'm gonna tell them they love them, just like That's we right. tell the people living that we love them. That's right, dude. And and in, and in doing that, that's a super healthy way of processing it, right? You know, you hear a song. And, and and you're and you're remembering them and you're and you're and you're expressing your love, right? Like you're you're you you're feeling it right there in that moment, right? Yeah, they may not be here with you in the physical world, but but hey, even if there isn't a spiritual world, there's a spiritual world inside of you, right? Like hey, they're mm. with me right now. Mm. They're with me right now. The, that was a the, bar, son. You get what I'm saying? So. Um, Even if there's not a spiritual world, there's a spiritual world within you. That was a fucking bar, my guy. Dude, that, that's just straight off the top of the head, dude. So, I mean, hopefully people stuck around to hear it because I don't know where the fuck it came from. <laughs> <laughs> Bars. Dude, but, but it's true, right? It's true, man. And, and, and I, I, hope there, I hope there is a heaven. I'd love to see my loved ones again. But if not, I can carry on with them here and, 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 and take them with me. You know, hey, they're they're not here. I can't call them today, but but they're always there. They're always there via tattoos or or via in the in the in the warm center of my heart, man. You know what I mean? And that's you got a I, couple memorials on you too, as well. Huh? I got a bunch, dude. I got my both my grandfathers. I got I got one for Addie. Um, I got one for my dog Jack. You know, since we're talking about loss, um, I love that fucking dog. 
um, you know, and, and the, the people who made big imprints on my life, um, I, I'll continue to do that as well. Um, I, you know, what's, what's, what keeps them alive more than, than a, a nice little permanent spot on my body so I can look down at it and go, oh, hey, how you doing? You know, kind of like you saying, I love you when you hear a song or something like that. Yeah. Um, honor, honor the, the dead. And like we said, honor those that are still fucking living. That's Remember, it, dude. That's tell it. them you love give them their roses before they're gone tell them you love them remind them how much you care about them remind them they're important to you every fucking chance you get because you never know when it'll be your last that's right dude that's right man it's like i'm like jackie moon over here right everybody love everybody all right um, <laughs> uh, dude, right. dude ser- seriously <clears throat> And this goes well, when in with everything else we talk about. Like, I don't have room for that hate in my heart. So, like, no, man. I want I want to feel love and joy and happiness. That shit's got to go, man. Well, how do I want to be remembered, right? I know we're now we're rambling, but how do I want to be remembered? Um, I want to yeah. be remembered. Now, Now, sometimes I on this podcast, like maybe even earlier in this podcast, be like, man, that guy's a fucking asshole. Um, I'm really not an asshole. <laughs> um, I, I would like to be um, – I would like to be remembered as a loving, kind person, right? always smiling, mm-hmm. always told me he loved me, was, was you know, quit drinking and really became his true self. Um, you know, things like that. Um, that's that's how I want to be remembered. So everybody could have a different plan. If you want to be remembered as a vindictive fucking asshole, then, then that's your deal. Uh, but, but, Do but, you, boo-boo. But, but that's not how I want to be remembered. Um, I want people at my funeral sitting there smiling going, man, I, I hope I can carry around how Cameron was nice and kind to the cashier at the AMPM and you know small things like that. Ooh, so. and that's a good thought, okay? Turn put your thing down, flip it and reverse it. So, if <laughs> if I'm going to honor my friends by doing X Y or Z, then think about I can think about what would my friends honor me by doing? What quality do I possess that's honorable that they could that what would they think of, you know? Yeah, what would they want to carry with them? What what are what are people going to remember about my and how my, can I be better at that? Yep, my little legacy, and that's a and that's a good quality, right? That we want, not a bad one. So there's something to, there's something to really marinate on. That's a great idea, dude. I like that a lot. Um, what 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 do we want to be remembered for? Do we want to be remembered for, you know, being an asshole, or do we want to be remembered for being a funny guy, or 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 always helping people move like Henry before he established boundaries, <laughs> um, you know, shit like that. You know, I mean, I mean, all kinds of weird shit. Um, but that's a great thought, dude. I love that. I love that you said that. That's great. That's really dude, good. Dude, and, you know, speaking of boundaries, which I, I do love that episode, and if you haven't listened, go fucking listen to it after this. I had a hard conversation with one of my friends the other day, and – I was fucking proud of myself, man, because I didn't want to. It was really uncomfortable. But in my head, what's hilarious is in my head, I was like, this is what a man who has a podcast on boundaries does. Way to fucking go. Way to fucking live it and be it and not just be talking out your ass, dude. This is fucking right. If you talk about it, be about it. And you were. I I was hyping myself up, dude, because it sucked. It's so uncomfortable. Like with someone you're really close to. Like it's, mm, I don't like it, but I, I fucking did it and it felt great. And he responded a little poorly at first. And then he apologized and realized what he did. And he was like, thank you so much for bringing that up, man. Uh, I, I wanted to, but I was afraid and I'm really glad that you didn't. I was like, 
dude, it's all love, and our our friendship is number one, and I was starting to feel a resentment, and I don't want to fucking feel a resentment towards you because I love you. So I had to just say this out loud, get it off my chest, and be done with it. I had to fucking dismiss it from my renting space in my head and be done with it. And, and it felt fucking great. It didn't feel good to do. It didn't feel good in the middle. But at the end, it feels fucking fantastic. Dude, I'm proud of you, dude. Living it. Dude, mm-hmm. actually doing it, man. And and it does. It is uncomfortable. But, man, way to go. Way to go, dude. And and see, it, it, and look, it, it, it wasn't as bad as we thought, right? <laughs> it, it, no. You know, if you listen to the episode, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, it might have started off a little sideways. But, hey, it, it all worked out in the end. Um, so yeah, dude, I'm super proud of you for that, man. And especially right now, um, as your podcast partner and longtime friend, um, I'm glad you did that, dude. Cause we don't need to be taking on any excess shit right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think the, even just sitting down for this podcast, I'm glad you're here. Um, is, is probably enough on your plate for right now until the dust settles. Right. So, right. Um, and I would express that to, to anybody else. Be like, hey, here, here's what's really going on, and, and this is why. And, or, or don't. It's none of their fucking business. So um, I'm proud of you. All right, man. Well, we had an, a new way of starting, which was to share a win and be proud of ourselves for something because all the time we focus on the negative, so we're focusing on the positive, and we have a new way of closing. And that is um, we start with what we're proud of from the previous week and then we finish with a goal for this coming week. What is, what is your goal for this coming week, Cameron? My goal for this week is to start, um, ripping down this fencing and lattice in my backyard. So see, it's not a spiritual thing. I'm not talking about any Zen things. I've been putting it off. Um, I've been procrastinating on it and, um, I'm trying to set up this little, fruit tree little orchard section in my backyard and i've been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and putting it off also i'm tired and 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 got two kids and all that shit but um i gotta capitalize on the time that i have away from work you know i don't go back until the 26th of this month so i gotta get some things done um we just got windows installed last week which was nice so the house has a nice fresh look um so it's time to get that going um, so that's what I'm going to work on. What are you, what are you going to work on, dude? And this is the beauty of this accountability, buddy. I'm going to ask you in front of all six of our listeners next week. <laughs> if you <laughs> tore down that fucking fence, <laughs> uh, dude, I'll, we'll, I'll post it on social media, dude. That's how I'll hold we it do accountable. have more. We do have more than six listeners, but, um, for me, uh, man, I got to work on the phone thing. That is, uh, that is one thing, uh, for sure. Give and yourself then, some grace. Um, and then I got um, I I need to face these problems and issues that I have head on, and not let it affect me all day, every day, and at work and stuff. And really focus on uh, bringing back the positivity and keeping my head in the game, and just like staying positive. And I just don't want to. I don't want this let this black cloud affect the people around me. You know, I yep. just want to yep. um, keep going. And <clears throat> Kristen and I are headed to Lexington, Kentucky for the Railbird Festival this weekend, um, headlined by Zach Bryan and Tyler Childers. Dude, that's so, so sick. Pretty fucking exciting. I feel like I need it. I feel like it's going to be a good time. Get me a little reset, do a little get down, do a little honky tonk, 
and uh, and then get back to real life and fucking face it with a new positivity and vigor and happiness and joy. Yeah, dude, I I love that. All of it, man. All of it. Way to way to way to way to to put it out there. You know, a new approach. Um, we've 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 sat on it. Yes, is it a tall task? Yes. Is it gonna suck a little bit? Yes. But if anybody can do it, you can do it, bro. And I believe that. You know, think of all the things that got you even to this point of even doing this podcast, right? And 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 all the years that you've been sober and and all the time, you can handle this. You can handle mm-hmm. this, bro. It's mm-hmm. it's going to be a little hard, but but hard things. Life's life's hard. Everything good is on the other side of hard, bro. So that's um, right. I'm super proud of, of of you for 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 taking it with positivity. We'll find there's the other side of it, right? There's the other side. We just can't see it yet. Um, and um. Yeah, have fun with Tyler Childers, dude. And Zach Bryan, you said? Yep. Dude, that's going to be fucking sick. I'm jealous um, as hell. What's her name? Cheryl Crow's going to be there. Nathaniel Ratcliffe in the night sweats. Dude, you're going to um, be soaking in the sun, Cheryl Crow? <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to soak um, up the sun. God, All I'm right. forgetting a, a bunch of people. Uh, yeah, it's no big deal. What's their name? Yeah, a bunch of people. It's going to be cool, man. It's going to be a good time with my lady. We got a cool ass Airbnb. It's going to be cool, fun. Dude. Cool, dude. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you get to step away for a minute, man. Soak it in, hit the reset button, come back fresh and come back determined like I know you will. Um, do some I fucking think, self-care, people. Take a yeah, moment, do something take fun. A moment. Even if it's just stepping outside for 5 minutes when your kids are screaming, you know? It's 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 simple as that. That's as that's as quick as it can be. Um, and just take a few deep breaths, um, feel the emotions, and, and go. Hey, whew, all right, we're gonna we're gonna press forward with a new positive attitude. Um, what was I gonna say? I think uh, I think there's something that we should talk about next week, man. And I, unless you have, like I said in the last episodes, a harumph against it, I think we should do surrendering next weekend. What do you think? Or next week? Um, I I will not. No, I'll surrender to that. Uh, I fuck with it. It's it's an important one. Um, it's a good one. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, we can absolutely. we can we can zag. We can zag. So uh, it's not set in stone. So anybody listening to this, we might change the topic next week, but we won't put off surrendering very long. Um, no, it's good, and I think it's important um, because people might think, oh, like any non-addicts might be like, well, that's not for me. That's for recovery. You're wrong, buddy. You're super it is wrong. for everyone. You couldn't be more fucking wrong. You it are is wrong. for everyone. And we'll I explain why. I think that's why I want to do it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's, uh, because it's, 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 there's a lot of good stuff in there that even just the experience of, of surrendering at the beginning of our addiction, right. Or the beginning of our sober journey, um, the stuff you learn from that can be applied to everyday life um, on on all kinds of different avenues. Um, so I think I think it'll be a good episode. So yeah, until you realize you have to surrender six hundred fucking times a day to like <laughs> to live. We are surrendering all day every day. Like if you think you're not, you're wrong. And if you're not, then you're probably super fucking grumpy and angry and bummed all the time because you're letting all this shit you can't control affect you. So check back in next week. Check back in next week. We we constantly have the white flag flying above our heads. All right, dude. (laughs) Well, I I will end it like we always do, man. It's great to be back. Um, And I love you, dude. I love you too, brother. And remember, 
be yourself and fuck what they think. <laughs> Later, dude. Wanna see you with the music and me, Regal. I wanna fuck